So looking around the room, we've got uh, people who are here for the first time and people who have been here for years, years and years. Um, and we just did this little opening. It says, Gata, an opening of sutra. So let's do a sutra. Let's talk about a sutra that's relevant to everybody from the first day you walk in to the hundredth day, thousandth year you've been here. Uh, there's a nice uh, sutra in our book. Uh, and maybe we'll chant at the end of this little talk <clears throat> called the Affirming Faith in Mind. Affirming Faith in Mind was written in China back probably in the third or fourth century BC or CE common era by one of the ancestors of Zen Buddhism. And it's a classic text that's been used for millennium. And it starts off with a very nice phrase, which is relevant to all of us. The great way is not difficult. The great way, in this case, means truth. The great way means the profound truth. The great way means the, the, that which is liberating. The great way means the path of practice that is the path of freedom. So if we start off with the great way is not difficult, it has to be really applicable right here, right now. It's not some esoteric thing. So what is not difficult? That's what we have to start with. Okay? And what is not difficult as many of you have heard over and over, is you can all feel your hands. Anybody here can't feel their hands? The great way of liberation has to begin with something that is not difficult. Can we feel our breath? Of course. Can we feel our feet? Of course. Can we feel our face? Of course. So the great way of Buddhism, all the foundation of Buddhism, is not some doctrine. It's not some esoteric thing. It's not some, you know, I know some, I'll learn some mysterious rite, or I'll learn the right chant, or I'll learn how to move my hands, or I'll learn how to bow, or I'll learn how to sit in the straight row. The great way has got to begin with something that's very intimate and very natural. It has to begin with something that's as simple as feeling our own hands. Now, the next phase of that, of course, is, well, the great way is not difficult now, and 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 now. The challenge is us being aware of it. So if we have something like everyone sitting right here and feel your hands, natural, easy. As most of you know, I often ask people to feel your hands. I say, feel both hands at the same time. You know, they're both as intimately connected with you. Feel both hands right now. Hold your hands out. Feel both hands at the same time. Now, right here, right now, see if you can hold your awareness in that hand moment after moment for a couple of minutes without losing track.
Now, most people's experience is they start trying to feel something like this, and they're aware suddenly of their pulse, their knees hurt. Oh, yes, I forgot to turn the oven off when I left. What are we going to have for lunch? And the mind just goes, even in a space like that. Is that people's experience? You can nod your head if that's the case. <laughs> Most of us, even trying to, to feel the great way, something that we know is very intimate right here, and we try to stay with that awareness, which is very easy and very present, and we try to stay with it for this moment and this moment, we can do it when somebody reminds us, pay attention to your hands. But when we actually try to pay attention to what's the great way, pay attention to this life, we lose track. And before we know it, we're off paying attention to something that's really difficult. You know, we're off paying attention to something that's really hard. And the great way is no longer easy because we stop paying attention to it. So the foundation of practice is to learn to pay attention to what is not difficult. Which is very difficult. The irony. So the foundation of practice is we first off have to have faith that there's some truth that's right here. There's some truth that's right here. Some truth that's right here that's worth paying attention to. Now, whether it's worth it or not, it is our most intimate experience, right? So because it's our most intimate experience, because it is our life, I suggest that it's worth paying attention to. If someone tried to take it away from us, we would not be very happy. <laughs> Decided to take a hand away or a foot away. We would not be very happy. So because it's our life, because it's not difficult, because it's always present, it's really worth paying attention to. Now, the interesting thing is, as we cultivate the ability to actually pay attention to the great way, the great gift of life, the great mystery that is unfolding right here, right now in this, and we begin to have that as our foundation for practice, a lot of the other way is not difficult either. The whole world becomes much simpler. So the foundation of practice is we first come back to what is intimate, not difficult. And we come back to it, and we come back to it, we come back to it, we actually learn to accept that this is the way things are. Now, so often people, we say this, you know, it's easy with the hands. But when it gets to my belly, when it gets to my legs, when it gets to my face, even though it is our intimate, direct experience, we somehow say, oh, no, don't like that one. So trying to actually feel the great way, the great way of your own being, has a kind of acceptance to it. We have to accept, I am experiencing this body as it is. Now. We feel our body as it is. That's not a problem. Sometimes accepting it is a problem. <laughs> the acceptance or, dis or the dislike is extra. Something we've added on to it. 
So we can all feel our hands right here, right now. And if we just accept they are just the way they are, they have the tingling feeling they have, or the heat or the cold they have, they have the sensation they have, it's not difficult, it's very easy. And then we feel this part of our body. Like, oh, okay. I feel this too. I feel this part of my body. I feel this too. I accept this too. I'm willing to have this. This is who this is who I am. So the great way is not difficult, but boy, it sure is difficult sometimes to, to be willing to accept the great way. Now, all of you who have been involved in 12 steps or have heard 12 steps know that the first step is something about, um, you know, I'm, it's, it's, I am an alcoholic. I am out, it's out of control. I have no, you know, the first step of the 12 steps is a, a level of acceptance. Once you accept that this is my situation, you can do something about it. Once we accept that this is my particular body, my particular body type, this is my particular challenge, we really accept it. We're willing to feel it. We can do something about it. As all of you probably had some, somebody in your family or friends <coughs> who's got a problem, and they won't accept they got a problem, it's really hard to help them. And that's true for us, too. So the foundation of practice, the great way, is being willing to feel, being willing to be present with, be willing to accept, being willing to be alert to what is not difficult, what is always there, always starts with the body. Now, Acceptance can be kind of cold. You know, I can't do anything about that, so I'll just accept it. It's kind of a resignation in our mind. Okay, I'm resigned. You know, I don't like my feet, but I'm resigned to them. But that's not very satisfying. <clears throat> so we have to warm it up. The great way is not difficult if we reappreciate what is easy. The great way is not difficult when we have a kind of appreciation. So the great way is includes, I'm willing to be, feel it. I'm willing to appreciate it. I'm willing to experience it on a moment-to-moment -moment basis. I'm willing to, to um, uh, kind of warm up my awareness. So the great way which is not difficult starts with accepting, appreciating, and warming up to our own body the way it is. We have a young body. It has young body problems. We have an old body, it has old body problems. We have a big body, it has big body problems. We have a skinny body, it has skinny body problems. You know, that's the way it is. The great way is not difficult for those who do not pick and choose, is the second part of that line. So we start off with the great way, <clears throat> and all of you who have done meditation instruction, they usually talk, start off teaching something about the breath or teaching body scans. Great way is not difficult because you can feel my own breath. I can scan through my own body. But the second line of this is for those who do not pick and choose. Now, we can all feel our hand just easy as pie, okay? If there were pie around, okay? We can all feel our hand. But not liking and disliking it is what's extra. 
We're actually not liking and disliking is what's extra. We all feel our hand whether we like it or dislike it. But the mind just goes in there and says, I don't like my thighs. I don't like my belly. I don't like my face. I don't like my nose. I don't like my ears. I don't like my warts. You know, I don't like the fact that I've got an old, decrepit body. That is all added on extra. So the great way is not difficult when we don't add extra stuff on top of it and make it really difficult. We have a, an itching, and suddenly we're worried that we have, um, you know, uh, leprosy. You know, the mind goes from itching to leprosy. Oh my God, you know. <clears throat> and then we have to solve the problem of leprosy, and we start running around trying to solve the problem of leprosy. Before we know it, we're taking all sorts of medications for leprosy. Before we know it, we're, we're, we're you know, abjuring all of our friends because we're afraid we're going to contaminate them because of our leprosy. And then we have this enormous world that we've built up about our leprosy. When reality is, we just boil it right down, our skin is itching. So much of our life, we have this very basic, direct experience of things and on top of that, we have all this like and dislike and fear, and oh, if it only was this way, if it only was that way. And we create this enormously complicated structure, which we then have to try to solve. And then we have to go to therapy, and we have to go out, and we have to get exci things excised, and we have to go out and you know, get ourselves whipped back into shape. And we have to solve our problem of dissatisfaction. So the great way is not difficult means first off, the first thing we do, of course we all want to improve our lives, that's, a, that's an important part of being a human being, but the first part of that is really truly accepting. I feel, I experience, I taste. Really truly accept this. And I accept it. I learn how to accept it moment to moment with awareness, with awareness, with awareness. So the great way is not difficult when we are aware. Well, what is awareness? We're always aware. Everybody in this room is aware. Everybody in this room has some awareness of light, of sound, of you know somebody irritating you, or whatever the case may be. We all have awareness. We are. It's, it is our. It is the foundation of our being is awareness. We're lying in bed at night, and we're aware. We're aware of the darkness, we're aware of the sheets, we're aware of the body itching, we're aware of the legs moving, we're aware of sweating, we're aware of whatever we're aware of. We're always aware, even in deep, dreamless sleep, which is really interesting if you ever get a chance to explore that. We are aware, when we have a night of deep, dreamless sleep, we wake up and we're aware of it. We know that it happens. It's a very interesting phenomena. If you really, really look at that, it's very interesting. Deep dreamless sleep, we have an awareness right there. It has no content to it, but it's aware. So the foundation of our being is awareness. It is easy. It's the great way is not difficult. It's very easy. We're aware. We're aware all the windows are closed in here, except for the tops, which I just became aware of. <laughs> We're always aware of something. So the great way is not difficult when we are aware. We start off with awareness of our body, 
and then we begin practicing where we are aware on a moment-to-moment -moment basis of what is going on, what's happening, what's the experience. And then we warm it up. Awareness can be very, very small. It can be as small as you're looking at a poppy seed, you know, your, your whole focus is on the poppy seeds. Or awareness can be as large as I'm aware of the entire room and, you know, the shuffling of people, the moving of people, the sound of my voice, the light coming into the room, my hands waving. Awareness has no particular size. So we actually have a choice with that. We can either choose to be really aware and really big, or we can choose to be really small. We can choose to just allow our awareness and our mind just to wander everywhere, or we can choose to hold our awareness on something we want to hold it on. Everybody who's been a student knows there's a real advantage to be able to hold your awareness on what you want to study. If you can't hold your awareness on that and it's just wandering all over the place, it's really hard to learn. So we learn to hold our awareness on what is not difficult. We learn to hold our awareness on what we want to put our, put our attention to. And that may be big, it may be small, but it's always here. The great way is not difficult for those who do not pick and choose. So having the ability to hold our awareness on what is not difficult, what is always present, and not add all this other stuff that causes so many complications to our life is the foundation, not the ultimate, just the foundation of practice, which is not difficult. So whether you've been practicing for decades or you started, started walking in the door and this is your very first moment here, the great way is not difficult. Awareness is not difficult. Being present is not difficult. Let me see somebody here not be present. You all will be gone you know, a few minutes. You'll all be someplace else. But right here, right now, everybody's present. So the great way has attention. It has a certain acceptance. It has being, being willing to be aware of our body. It has being present. You are always present wherever you are. The great way, that which is liberating, that which is profound, that which is all the great sages say, we all are completely invested within, has these attributes, which, of course, everybody knows. The great way is not some esoteric thing found in a book. It's not some esoteric uh, experience. If I just have the right experience. The great way is what I'm talking about. Now, everything is constantly changing. So if we have a static idea of the great way is, you know, da -da 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 -da, like I just listed it, and we have a static idea, that's not the great way because the great way also is constantly changing and constantly unfolding. So in the course of the constant unfolding of the great way, the constant change, the constant impermanence, we're aware, we are present, we are uh, being willing to accept, we're willing to feel, and we watch it evolve and change. Now what's interesting is if we watch it evolve and change with all those qualities, it reveals itself to us at different levels. Things come forth in our experience that we hadn't anticipated, that are new. The great way is also constantly new, constantly 
unfolding. Interesting things are become apparent. It's not as though that suddenly we have this radical shift. Oh yes, boring old world, really bright, interesting world. It is the same world, but our view of the world begins to shift. Our view of the world is not that it's a scary, hostile, alien place, but that it's always present, it's always imbued with awareness. It's very, very easy, it's very straightforward. It has an acceptance and a warmth, and it's always evolving. The great way is not difficult for those who do not pick and choose. So whether you're here for one minute today, or you're here for the next 30 years, it's still true. Now, it's very interesting. As we practice for a while, and as we begin to work with this, and we begin to really say, I have real true confidence in this. I, it, it's, it's a very different thing when you have complete confidence because of your own direct experience. And you can talk about this with people and hopefully inspire people. It's very different than if we have that sense of confidence based upon this versus an idea about it. We have to have the idea first. Oh, yeah, maybe it, is, maybe it really is. Maybe my life really is worth paying attention to. We have to have the idea about it. But then we have to actually practice. We have to really embody it. We have to know it from the inside out. We have to know the great way is not difficult. Otherwise, we can't really share that with confidence. Because we're always kind of thinking, well, what if, what if? So I tell all of you right here, the great way is not difficult for those who do not pick and choose. When preferences are cast aside, the way stands clear and undisguised. But even slight distinctions you make, earth and heaven are far apart. When preferences are cast aside, that's just all those likes and dislikes that we cover the world up with. Now, we are human beings. We all have to live skillfully. It's part of our basic being. We want to live skillfully. So if our mind is big and really aware and we're, we're in touching with the great way, there are different things that come forward. We think, oh, that's a skillful way to go. That's not a skillful way to go. I'll go the skillful way. And I don't know what the skillful way is for all of you. You know, that's one of the things Buddhism doesn't do. It doesn't say there's a, this is the way you, you've got to do it. But when our mind is aware and we're in the great way, the great way of our own life, the great way of our own experience, we look with great awareness and think, what is skillful? What is skillful? What leads to harmony? What leads to peace? What leads to connection? What leads to loving kindness? What leads to compassion? What leads to equanimity? And then, based upon our view of the skill of the great way, we take the skillful path. And it'll lead us to interesting places. When we don't have a view of the great way, when we are looking at our life as a confused burden, when preferences are not cast aside, we're not really seeing what's fundamental, then before we know it, willy-nilly, our mind has just kind of wandered off in whatever habitual direction it goes, and we find ourselves in trouble in the same old way over and over and over again, same old way, same old thing, oh yeah. Another relationship just like the others, oh yes, no, more debt problem, oh yes, more problems with anger, whatever the same old path is. That is not skillful, not helpful. So, foundation of Dharma, what is present, 
what is skillful, what leads to loving kindness, what leads to appreciation, what leads to gratitude, what leads to helping and being compassionate and connecting with other people. One of the signs of somebody who has been practicing for a while and who is beginning to mature in their practice is they have an ability to connect, to hold lots of people in their, in their view. And so as people practicing, whether you're practicing at home, you're practicing in the monastery, and your view continues to open up, open up, and your acceptance and your warmth opens up, there are more people you're able to really engage with and hold. Because all people are our bodies. Everybody is our life. And so we can actually just look at, watch, watch people's development, watch people's ability to, in their own unique individual way, that capacity. So I'm just rambling here. <laughs>